Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 20-something of Haywood's Take on Hollywood. 26? 26th. I should have known that. It's my favorite number. Born That's on June your favorite 26th. number. Yeah. 26 is your favorite number. Yeah. Why? I was born on June 26th. Oh, cool number. okay. Is it actually your favorite number? I think so. It's that or 55. I couldn't tell you my favorite number, actually. Let me tell you all my favorites. 5, 19, 26, 33, Sheesh. 42, 55, 69, obviously, 70, yeah. 2, I don't know about 70s, actually, or 80s. You know your favorite in each, like, group of 10? Up to yeah, that was, yeah, up to, yeah. Sheesh. Yeah. I actually thought of that today because I was practicing the numbers up to 100 with Max, my son. So it's fresh right. on the mind. Wow. Um, I like 88, I guess. So, Jake, what's your favorite number? There's no Jake. Jake's not here. Jake's it's just me and Park. Sean. Jake is in where? Island Park? I think that's what I heard. I don't know. He's somewhere. Yeah. I'm sure um, he's having fun. Does he like camping? Are they camping? I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? For all we know, we don't, we don't he keep could be kidnapped, and True. It could be like it was a, a planned thing. kidnapping. Yeah. Right? You never know. He does weird things. Regardless, so. we're gonna take advantage of the opportunity now. Yep. Some of you who dared to listen to the Tar <laughs> and Amadeus episode, <laughs> like half as many as our regular listeners, <laughs> um, may know that I was gone <laughs> on that episode. And so they took the opportunity to berate me with their words and yep. to throw shade at my movie critiques. Yep. Ratings. And I least. only take one back of the entire ones they said. And that's the prestige. I had it at two stars. I think I fell asleep the first time and that's why. Yeah. But I, I brought it to four stars. It's really that's a good. Big jump. That's a big jump. That's a very big jump. So there it is. I'm sorry for that one. I don't remember all the other ones. The rest were I nine. stand by. But we'll have to. I, I wish I, I should have gone back and, and then like quizzed you on them. Right. But that's not what we're here to do. We're here to do the exact same thing we're here to, to Jake. Yeah. We're here to roast Jake and his movie choices. Now, I don't know if this is going to be as fun for the listeners as it is for us. Definitely but not. But frankly, I don't care. No, no offense to you guys. We no. love to have you. We First do. First of all, I'm shocked there are so many that still listen every week. Just, frankly, Honestly, like for sure. And when I say so many, like you all don't see the stats, so don't get ahead of yourselves. It's like you know, in the fifties. But that's pretty that's, deep. That's yeah. That's toot our horn. Weirdly, Shout out to all of you guys. Yeah. Thanks for coming around. Thanks for listening. Even if you don't watch all the movies, yeah, we, we love to have you. Anyway, yeah, we appreciate it. So let's have some fun. So let's with get this. into. Let's get into. The, do you have? Uh, I have a list here. So. Things, let's just, I'm going to name some general things that Jake doesn't like, Um, at least as much as us, he doesn't like, and that is funny things, Action good at things, all. Yeah, like things that are exciting on the television and screen. S- and sports. Man. Things that we really enjoy, and I think yeah. a lot of people enjoy. Yeah, two of my four favorite movies are uh, sports movies. So, 
So Jeez. those are kind of the main categories I found of the films that Jake rated lower that uh, that generally are liked. Yeah. Or at least very much liked by me. I think, yeah, if you were to compare like me and you and our movie taste, it's pretty similar outside of Oppenheimer. Right. And then Jake has – we we all three have definitely a good crossover as well. But like kind of like Jake would definitely be a little different from ours for sure. Yeah, and he I think we mentioned in things. like the Fast and Furious episode, I gave Fast and Furious and Hairspray the same score. Mm-hmm. Where Jake gave Hairspray a very high score. You gave Fast and Furious a very high score. I gave them both three and a half. I do think I'm a little bit of a bridge between you two. That might be the At least in like general genres. I mean, I think all three of us recognize greatness for the most part. Right? There's exceptions. (laughs) Oppenheimer. Um, Fast and the Furious. Right. <laughs> Saying those two together is well, disgusting. I agree, but... actually. <laughs> Unreal. All right, but let's get into let's it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. And we'll just spout them off. The first I'm going to go is two comedies. Two comedies? Yeah, well, fine. I'll name one The yep. Hangover. Classic. He gave The Hangover a one and a half. Oof. Okay, I was going to say, I'm okay if someone's like. If you yeah. give it a three, that's one thing. Yeah, yeah it's not. But one and a half. You weren't watching. You like, didn't even give oh, it a chance. Oh, you sound like you'd be really fun at a party, dude. Dude, there's no way he gave that a real chance. I'm sure he saw like the first three jokes and was just like... And yeah, maybe there's some off-color jokes. Certainly. And you know, but that's, you know, you can justify it by giving it a three. Yeah. But like, The Hangover is an iconic... I'll even take a two and a half. No, yeah. But one, one and, and a half, half is that's, rough. That's, in, that's like blatant. Yeah, that's rough. That's like, he is actively against this film. Yeah. And like, there yeah, it may certain... not have hit... But like, there are fun once again, things you know, happening. like it's a fun movie. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. Easy premise. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just dumb humor. Yep. But like Bridesmaids, Hangover. Same movie. Same movie. Like, yeah. I even like Bridesmaids probably as much. I would I say like they're it more. Equally. I like I like Bridesmaids yeah. more. But it's like, yeah, one is a Bridesmaids thing. Another one is a... Is a what's what are they Groomsman. called? Thing? Yeah, like before a wedding. Wedding. It's the same yeah, movie. It's like, yeah, we're doing the same thing. Bradley Cooper. Come on, Galifianakis at his finest. Are you kidding? Come okay, on. yeah, two and a half for Zach Galifianakis uh, alone. alone. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, I'm gonna go. Actually, all five of the movies that I chose are weirdly connected in that they're movies that I recently rewatched. All five and gave them an upgrade from where I had them. Wow. And they all happen to be uh, movies that were three stars or below for Jake. Um, the first one I'm going to do is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. And the reason I chose these ones specifically out of the out of the group is because um, I can understand the other viewpoint. Like I said, I, I, they've come up for me. But Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, if you're going into it like, oh, man, I really want this like this very specific story told, then it's like, okay, you're kind of going to miss that. But um, you're still with this one, like upon rewatch, it was just you're seeing two masters, honestly, multi, you know, three masters at work here. You're seeing Quentin Tarantino. You're seeing Brad Pitt and, and DiCaprio, Leo. And they're right. and they're all firing at at 10. 
And like I said, if, if we're talking like pure, just like story, like obviously, you know, you've got your Kill Bill, your Inglorious Bastards that are a little more like through line on the story. Um, and so I can see how someone would like those more. And so if you're looking for that, yeah, it can, it can get cut down a little bit, but he has it, I think as a three. And it, I think just on the like master class of those guys doing what they're doing alone, it should be a little higher. And then for me, it hit really high for me this most recent time I have it as like a four and a half, five. Um, but I, again, I don't need it to be that, but it's like, Oh, it's better than average. Like if three is average, I think that one's a baseline three and a half. I think so too. I will say it'll probably never be for me four and a half or five. I think you should give it a rewatch. I see. I really enjoyed it, but the story does lose me. Yeah. No, I get that. Um, but I even think that had a little better for me. It had a little better flow the second time. Once I kind of was like not expecting this right. really clear thing, right? Even just watching it, knowing that it had a better like. And okay, some here's what's moments, happening with right? this guy in his life. Plus, for the Barbie so lovers, it's got Margot Robbie. Of course, yeah. And I wish she did more in that movie as well. But like, she's she has a fun little part in it. So, once upon a time in Hollywood, I'm going with. All right, and I know the reason behind. I think I think I know the reason behind why he gave this a low score. And you know, let's just not beat around the bush. It's Hacksaw Ridge. Oof. I think mm. the heavy religious theme yeah. of the entire thing um is probably why he didn't like it. But that's confusing to me as well because Prince of Egypt, right? Yeah, I think And that, maybe that's yeah. not the reason, but it's to me Cuz I would think he would think is that that's more of a moral than Cuz yeah, anything. like he so it's a war film and he prays throughout the film like please god let me help and save one more right yeah but it's but like that. How it's like can a dude like, trying to help someone. even if even if once again you don't believe in god yeah how do you possibly think like oh yeah because yeah, jake's like, pretty anti-war so like you yeah and see how he the, would take that exact this film, stance this film is about a man who wants to be in the war but refuses to carry a gun yeah that seems it, pretty jakey yeah and I'm like, how can you possibly? He gave it two and a half. Yeah, I feel like he would and specifically did, like this. It wasn't film this like very others. well received in yeah. the Oscars and like Andrew Garfield. He loves. He said yeah. that was like one of his three favorite. It Again, makes no sense. I'm intrigued by this. Yeah, it has to be the religious thing, but I don't want to put words. I don't want to put words in his mouth. Who directed? Because it? I think it like Jake, a controversial director. I think Jake. Yeah, it could be a controversial director. I can't remember who did it. Separate the tar famous. from the tarist, though. You know. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Hexar Ridge, that one's probably like actually my biggest gap from what he rated to what mm. I did. Um it's so good. Oh yeah, I like it. I, I think like it's it among my favorite war films, and I think it's underrated for the war category, at least among It is, you it's Mel Gibson. Jake. Maybe that's why. Sure. But like But like who cares, right? Not me. Yeah, not me. I'm I love Midnight in Paris. I'm sorry. Right. Sue me. Uh, Kanye Allen. West is my favorite artist. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, tar so, the, tar. so it's that. I like it. Um. Oh, another uh, fact about the movies that I chose is they're all ones that like we're not like we haven't talked about or or going to talk about just so I can you know wax poetic about movies that I like that we're not going to talk about for the next like honestly year or more. Um. The next one I'm going to go with is Casablanca. Have you seen Casablanca? I haven't. I know Dog. that's like, yeah, you need to watch that. That's like, that's it's on like, the watch list. Like it's on it the watch like list. Like if, if it was number twenty on your watch list, move eh. it to like number six. Oh, there's so much on my watch list. I know, but like it's Casablanca. 
Yeah. And okay. so what happened is me and Jake, I think, watched this at the same time when we were going through a bunch of movies. And both of us, it kind of hit us like, eh, meh. I was like, why? And so then you're holding it to this like Casablanca standard where you're like, why is this that? And so I think that that really, um, in the way that probably is the same way with Oppenheimer with me, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm holding this to Interstellar and Inception, and it just didn't do that for me. Um, I wonder if that's kind of what what colored it because that the same thing happened to me, and then I rewatched it. I'm like, oh no, this is actually really really good, and I gave it. I probably went because he has it as a two. I probably had it around there two two and a half. Um, I remember it creeping up, and then upon rewatch, I think it went from like a three to a four. And I just think it's a really, it's, it's like beautiful, beautiful for the, for being black and white. The story is um, really cool. How it all plays out. The, uh, the character development is amazing. Um, and I can see why people like hold it as this regard like regard it. Yeah. This, this high regard. And so Casablanca, fantastic film, Trevor, Freaking please, Jake. please list it up higher. Freaking Jake. Freaking Jake. Rewatch it like I did. Come on. I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat and do two together. That's fine. It doesn't really matter. And it's cause spoiler alert, we're gonna do do these two together oh, okay. soon. Oh shoot. And it's Moneyball and oh, okay. Sandlot. Yeah, that's um hurtful to me. I feel like you're just a bitter person if you don't like <laughs> Sandlot. <laughs> like, a bitter person. Like I mean, yeah, Jake like doesn't understand the the sports world yeah, and that's playing true. ball with the boys. Yeah. And a lot of people don't and that's fine, but also a lot of people who don't love this movie still. I yeah. Like. like how can you it's a charming film. Do you think Jake has sat down and watched the Sandlot or do you think that's when he just kind of like seen I can't parts imagine of it and threw, threw a rating on it? I bet the last time Jake saw Sandlot, he was 12 years old. Yeah. And it was probably with me. Yeah. Jake, watch Sandlot. Well, we're going to. I don't think. Yeah, we're, we're going to. I, I, my guess, this is my prediction, is that it'll go, what does he have it as currently? 2.5. I bet it goes from a 2.5 to a 3.5. That's Maybe. my guess. I can't imagine him like. I feel all like of we're being a lot. First of all, I think we're being a lot nicer to Jake. That's probably um, true. Than you were to me. Yeah, that's um, true. So let's change that right now. Moneyball. <laughs> Jake, are you an idiot? Yeah, I hate you, Jake. I like, a, like I genuinely hate you. <laughs> That's my second or third favorite movie yeah. of all time. Moneyball, and not just because is it's so good. It is objectively so good. It's um, Brad Pitt. It's Brad Pitt being the best version of himself, it's, as per usual. It's Jonah Hill, like with ins- like Chris Pratt. It's got it, not even the cast though. It's, it's an like, Aaron Sorkin dialogue, and he's one that just keeps it moving. And you are, and and it's like they always say, it's like dudes in rooms talking, and it's like, yeah, but this like the like, best possible version of that, yeah. And then yeah, it, it gets into like stats and baseball, of course, because that's what it is. But it just needs a medium to just have like dudes just like having and stats. Did you already are say Philip Seymour Hoffman? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, like we have killers. We have stone cold freaking killers. Yeah. And three. It's it's You're giving the it social it's the social network for sports. I think. Yes. Yeah. If you, I don't like as far Facebook, as like, I don't care about Facebook. Who right. Like that's not the point. But the point is not Facebook. The point is the movie that's created around it, and it's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's outstanding. Thing. Only frankly, baseball has higher regard than Facebook. So what do we? And doing? it had, and it and it really happened. Yeah. No, it's freaking cool. And I, which is, and we're gonna know, talk about Moneyball and Sandlot soon. And that's it's true. Amazing. I don't want to get too far that's into fine. why I like it. but no, yeah. Jake like it better because of the mo- the the moving parts. So what we've learned is that Jake dialogue. is close minded to things that he doesn't enjoy. Right. Yeah. 
you know. Look, I like Call Me By Your Name, okay? That is that couldn't be right. further from my I, movie. I watched women talking with my brother-in-law <laughs> and no one else, and we enjoyed it. Yes. Come on, so Jake. So I'm sorry, Jake. Open up a little. Open up that heart of yours <laughs> to the world of sports and to... And to, to Moneyball. Um, Come Moneyball. on. Come on. And, uh, you know. Anyway. Uncut Gems. Wow. You're just going to keep it. <laughs> I knew that's what you're going to say. That's not. Oh. That's not what I'm saying. Let's just say that. You Nothing say else. It. No, Uncut, Uncut Gems. Gems. He gave it two stars. I think it's because he was so overwhelmed by Which it. Which is why it's great. It's so good. Same with Training Day. Yeah. I, they're both so stressful. I think we're doing those both relatively. Oh for sure within the next year. But anyway. Anyway. I'm going to go on to this one. This is the one you'll agree with Jake on. Maybe not the exact rating, but it's Tenet. I rewatched it recently, <laughs> and it's like flirting with a five for me. It's four and a half. Um, and here's my, here's my, here's why Jake doesn't like it. It's because the very, very best thing about this movie, and it's like superb, and it's like maybe like top two, not two type of situation as far as production of action. Like the action scenes when there's people going forward and backward are so freaking cool. And when you're doing it in an opera house, in an airport hangar, um, on like, you know, a street, like a, like a car chase only with going both directions and so on and so forth. There's, there's like six different, like cool, huge set pieces where they're doing really cool action. And if action isn't your thing, then yeah, I can see the two and a half, but it's like, you have to like respect, like, and it's Nolan. And it's like, in the same way that I, you know, it's funny, we, I keep bringing it up often. I, I gave it a three and a half. It's a good movie, you guys. Um, but it's like, it's Nolan doing his craft on the... On um, the big screen. On the big screen, yeah. <laughs> like It's like literally that. And so I just think he has a baseline, which for me, he hit his baseline with Oppenheimer, and that was a three and a half. And that was mean, and it'll eventually be a four, and I know that. But I think Tenet is every bit as deserving of that baseline of not a two and a half. And I get the sound stuff, and that's it. That's, that's not thing. my beef with it. What's your beef? What's your like? What's your like beef with it? It makes no sense. It does. Re- freaking rewatch it. It makes no freaking sense. freaking rewatch it. And I don't think that uh, what's his name did great main guy. Who you know, like, I really you know, like love John him. David Washington. He's great in uh, like Black Klansman. I think the dialogue is not that great, and so it writing didn't, it didn't is serve bad. him well. Story yeah. is bad. Story's not bad. Action writing, is cool. Bad. Nah, and writing is it. not good. Action is. I will defend five stars. I will defend uh, Jake's rating, not Jake. His rating. <sighs> two and a half. Because we're not here to defend Jake. We're here to berate him. Ten at two and a half is what you I have think it I as. Get, yeah. Gross, dude. Rewatch the movie. Um, my last one. I'll rewatch Hoppenheimer and I'll give it a four. Yeah, I'm sure Tenet. I'll watch Tenet. And you'll love it. You'll be like, Listen, shoot, there's only wait a so second. many hours in a year. You know, I have so many movies to That's watch. That's true. Casablanca. Um, my final one is Napoleon Dynamite. Once again, oh no, Jake, you sound like you're real fun at parties. <laughs> you gave Napoleon Dynamite. Listen, he gave it three stars, which yeah, okay, but no, what they did with Napoleon Dynamite, <laughs> they took with a three star writing, like what they were handed was three stars of a maximum. Is what they were handed. They were handed a two and a half maximum. Yeah. These were guys who had this is the lowest production um budget to highest grossing gap like in history like the percentage I believe it. And it's because of the incredible writing and acting. Yeah. They yeah. had no budget. Yeah. And it's quality. High quality. 
Like as yeah. far as quality it's goofy, humor, but it's going for no, goofy. it's exactly what it should yeah, be. It, yeah, oh, it nailed it, nailed it perfectly. And it's like Jake, I understand, but you know this is a funny movie. Yeah, it, it like controlled. You're our the dialogue. part of the problem why comedy is seen as like <laughs> as a lower, lower art form. Yeah. I need you, Jake. <laughs> Jake. Jake, comedy is important. <laughs> Frankly, I think if anyone needs a laugh, you know, it's Jake. <laughs> Take, Come on, Jake. All right? I'm Laugh. sorry. And I'm sorry there's... Things are funny. I'm sorry that it's all white people, Jake, in Napoleon <laughs> Dynamite. I'm sorry that the movie in that South takes East place Idaho. in Preston, Idaho is all white. It's oh, not. except for guess what? It's not, Jake. <laughs> it's not. It qualifies for the Oscars, Jake. <laughs> Pedro's like the next How biggest character. Three? How could you watch that and just be like, three? Three. That's tough. Once again, when's the last time you watched it, Jake? Yeah, give it a rewatch. We're going to watch. Tina, you fat lard. Come on. Come get some dinner. The come writing in it Rico. is unreal. Come on. If you don't rate this highly, you're not a fun person. Yeah. You're not. Like I said, and even if you, like, I, the only way I could see, like, uh, like it coming down a hair, like, I think it should be in my four and a halfs, and it's not, because I overplayed it. I just, like, lived my life yeah. speaking in in right. in idioms of directly Correct. from. We all do. And so it's like, oh, okay, like, this, like, it went too far. But that's the only reason. And, and the way that Frozen should be higher for me, too. But I heard Let It Go too many But this times. is actually much better, even. And anyway. I'm just saying. We're going to be talking about to... it on the pod as well in the future. Yes, so, we are. You that's know, true. We won't go over our favorite parts, except Again, Plus, yeah, we're, we're, just... we're getting, we need to start talking about our movies. But Jake just. Laugh a little, maybe, you know? Yeah, be funny. Just laugh. I have two non-funny ones. I'll just go through them really quick for my last two. Avatar. Did you see that? Yeah, I gave it three. Tough. It, yeah. I, I get, like, the, you know, sure, it's, it's Pocahontas. Pocahontas. It's the plot of Pocahontas. Pocahontas. Yeah. Yeah. IDGAF. It's breathtaking and a cinematic and masterpiece. frankly, you're not giving Cameron the respect he deserves. Again, baselines. We're talking baselines. Four baseline. I think so, too. Yeah, because of what I it accomplished so and what it is, yeah. I don't care. I'd be like, Ugh, three and a half, okay, whatever. But three? Three's tough. Three is not even, what are you doing? And then my last one, especially because he likes, the, sorry, going back, uh, he likes Avatar Way of Water, does he not? I think he gave sure it like a four, four yeah, and a half. He needs to watch it again. It's like, okay, it's the same. We may be blasting like 2011 Jake right now. And I think we are a little bit. I think and, he hasn't quite our, like. But like, update your letterbox. Watch I was gonna more say, movies. okay, I don't yeah, care. At work or at best here, it's like, yeah, update your letterbox. Then, okay, come on, go through it. You have time. Yeah. I know you do. I know you do. You've got time. You got time. Last one, Isle of Dogs. I, I think this is less about Jake and more for the world at large. Isle of Dog rips, dude. It is funny. It's it's like Wes Anderson. It's Wes Anderson, and I think it, I think it is. It's a half step behind. Uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox, of course, because it's so Fantastic it's, Mr. Fox. It's three flights of stairs. Well, okay, behind. but like taking out your craziness about it, it's it's seriously so funny, and the story moves, and it's yeah. and it's just doing exactly the same. For no, me. it's it's fun. Yeah. It's good, and I just think everyone. What did he give kind of, it? Three. He gave it two. Two is tough. Again, respect these people. If he gave it a three, I'm I'm completely content. But two is rough. Yeah, rough. No pun intended. Rough, rough. And so, anyway, Once Upon a Time in, in Hollywood, Casablanca, Tenet, Avatar, Isle of Dogs. All great movies. I think I have all of those as four and a half or above. Yeah. Mine and are, they should all be baseline. Mine are funny and movies and sports movies. Just, anyway. 
Well, let's talk about westerns. Jake also, I don't think, likes westerns. He probably doesn't. And it's, There's no way. I don't. I bet he hasn't. I'm certain. A single western film. Can let's I tell you out. something? I'm certain Jake would have given Three Amigos like a two star. I think you're right. And you know what? Shut up, Jake. I agree. <laughs> We're gonna keep the Jake thing going actually throughout. Well, Let's just be talking to Jake this whole episode. No, Jake. no, he doesn't deserve the attention. Jake, Jake has seen five like westerns. Actually, he likes the ones he's seen. Oh, there you go. Uh, mostly. Nah, I feel bad. I don't know. Not about Three Amigos. He'd hate it. I don't think he would like so it. Let's, yeah. Should we start with that one? Let's start with Three Amigos. Three Amigos. So let me yeah, just, let's just tell you, tell him what it is. Amigos. Three Amigos is a, is a film, a comedy western. It is from 1986. And it's directed by John Landis. Now, you may know John Landis from the Blues Brothers or An American Werewolf in London, Coming to America. He Heck, he Trading directed places, Michael Animal Jackson's House. Thriller. Yeah, Animal House, Trading Places. He directed Michael Jackson's Thriller? Yeah. Dang. That's I know. Jeez. Okay, that's crazy. Um, And he directed this film. It's starring Chevy Chase. Yep. Steve Martin yep. and Martin Short. In their prime. And Martin Short. Yep. In their prime. Okay. Um an insane trio of comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much like I don't know, like I thought about doing this for our for our activity, but I was like, I don't know how far how many how much how many how much legs it has, but like right. comedy trios. Comedy trios. You get a lot of duos in there. You do. But like trios, it's not that many that are just like and this was a huge nice trio. So yeah. So this is the story of of three amigos. So three unemployed actors accept an invitation to a Mexican village to replay their bandit fighter roles, unaware that it is the real thing. My 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 overarching first big thought when when rewatching this for the fortieth time today was that. A lot of comedies, and so not to not to like you know go against what we've been saying. Sometimes when a comedy doesn't work, it's because they have a good premise that they like sell the movie on. That, that's that's why it got a green light. They told the actor, right. they told the director, whatever. And here's the cool, here's the premise, and they play really strong. They get hit all their their beats in the first forty five minutes to an hour, right. and then it falls off because there it's just like it can't the the premise can't sustain it can't hold everything the the 90 minutes that a comedy should be or in the case of a, a other longer ones sometimes movies will go like two hour the like comedies will go like two hours plus and it's very rare that they can hold the the tension of the story along and, and keep the, the jokes coming at the same rate right through that entire thing this is not the case with this not movie. at all this movie has a great premise which is like hey yeah we're gonna show up and and then it's like, oh shoot, this is real, and they realize that like halfway through the movie, and it's so and it sustains. And the, the whole first half, they're they're confused about it. The whole second half, they're being like, well, here's what we're Let's gonna do, do about it, and it's and it is sustained so through the very last moment yes, of the movie, absolutely. And, and that is rare, and that is difficult, and that is amazing about this film. It's so good, and interestingly enough, I thought about this: A Bug's Life has the exact same plot. The exact same plot. They are performers, entertainers, who are brought in thinking they're going to put on a show, and it's really people trying to find people to defend them from tyrants who attack their village. Like, this is a bug's life. My mind was just the blown. exact plot. They cannot. I don't know if that makes me like a bug's life more or less. I think I more. think more. I think more. 
But, but I'm just like, oh, you just ripped off Three Amigos from 10 years earlier. It's the same plot. So if you've seen Bugs Life, like, Three Amigos did it first. Yeah. And it's more funny, for sure. It's more funny. I'm not even trying to rip on Bugs Life. Oh, yeah. Great. I like Bugs Life. But I was like, this is a Bugs Life. And I had Yo. never made that connection. It's the exact plot. Anyway. I'm, I'm tripping. Oh, I have to say, just on last week, and I said this to you guys, but I saw on the internet that Barbie is just the Lego movie for girls. And I was like, it oh, really my is. God. Yeah. Because <laughs> it is. It's just like they're living in Same this world. And, yeah. Anyway. So it's funny how. And I, I mean, that happens across Hollywood. Sure. It, and you're you going to. It happens in no, music. It happens in everything. Everywhere. You're riffing on stuff that you've seen before. Um, and we'll even get into that with and uh, the good, honestly, the bad, and the ugly as well. Honestly, there's probably. A movie before Three Amigos with the same plot, almost yeah. certainly, actually. Yeah, I no, I like would be surprised if there so, wasn't. But this one did it really but, well. Okay, again, so holds it sustained. What it. makes this movie for me just so? I gave it a four, and then I, it's because I know that like it's dated at some mm-hmm. points, and like yeah, you can talk about like the white savior stuff and like, but, but like I don't know if that holds for care. this movie I particularly. Don't really care. It's not like the green book where it's like, oh, and that's why white people are better. I think this is just like, this is just a silly happenstance yeah. that right. it's less that. And so know. what makes this movie so good is just the the body language of all three throughout. Yeah. Like, Mar- so <laughs> like growing up, I always liked Steve Martin and Chevy Chase a lot more in this. Mm-hmm. But like watching it, this I actually time, felt the same. I was like, Martin Short is so funny. I agree this. with you. Yeah, I felt the same way this time. That's weird. I was going to bring that exact point up. Yeah, and not that I'm trying to like belittle the other two. I, again, no, we liked them right. to begin it's, with. It's that we hadn't seen, but, and now we're like, and now holding it's like, him no, on the same like, pedestal. He's holding his weight. He's Dude, carrying it. When he's when he sits and he's telling all the children, <laughs> the <kids? laughs> I died. Yeah, he's just like, and she said to me. What is she? I oh, I don't even know. Like, little Nettie goes to war. Yeah, Little Nettie goes to war, and and, and she said to me, "You're I, doing great," or yeah, whatever it is. And he's just like, ah. and he's just like, "It's." Oh, I, I wish I dude. could. I botched that, but it's so yeah, funny at the moment. So this and movie, just like Max with he just Max with like the hot lady that came out of nowhere, and they're just oh, looking yeah. like, "Wait, yeah, what? they're like, where did that happen?" Yeah, dude. Oh, like Ned Nederlander. Ned, dude. So good, dude. So the writing is so funny in this movie. Yeah. It's a lot of. I think it's a lot of SNL stuff. I'm pretty sure that. So yeah, uh, it's produced by Lauren Michaels, yeah. the SNL yep. guy, and um, I know at least I think all three were SNL. Yeah. Yep. So Saturday I think they were Night on. I, w- I think the timeline's the same. Like I think they were on SNL at this time, and they were just like, "Let's make this movie." If not, it was shortly thereafter. Yeah. The quotes from this movie are unreal, dude. Yeah, so many. Like. So, okay, but one of the funniest parts to me, I just want to, like, name a bunch of funny parts. Yep, that's the Because I the think that's the joy of this movie. Yeah. It's just a bunch of funny parts. And then we can maybe look up some, you know, interesting fun facts. But the part where they realize that it's real. Yeah. And they well, get... they don't even realize it yet, actually. And it's when Steve Martin gets shot. Yeah, and I was going to say that. he falls off his horse. <laughs> and then he just like he's like doesn't even know he got shot yet. Yeah. He's like, what just happened? Yeah. And then he like feels for the there's like he's like, ah, my arm. And like he puts his finger on the on the blood wound. And then he like looks at it and he's like so shocked. And he like shows the guy who shot him, like the actual like, bandit hey. guy. Hey. And he shows it like like and he has his face like 
Are Come you, on. Like, are you, yeah. It's like, <laughs> they're using real me? bullets. He yeah. Said. He's he like, great. The bull- great. <laughs> yeah. He's like, great. And he's like, do you know what kind of trouble you're in? And yeah. they still don't he's even He's so get committed it. to the shtick oh, that he can't even so get good. hurt. He's impenetrable. Exactly. That's and what made it so funny. So funny. He's like, not even like, freaking out no he's he's just like so he's mad that the scene is he's ruined. so absurd he's like a like a star like a, he acted like a movie star who was like <laughs> got the wrong coffee yeah like yeah. he's just like what how unprofessional he's a real like yeah <laughs> and i just thought that was so good. well and just like from the bandits point of view like the audacity that, that he had to just like stand up from getting shot and just walk over and be like give me that gun it's yeah. just so funny in that moment oh my gosh yeah. I think the My Little Buttercup scene oh my gosh. is, is you perfect. You can't not talk about it. Yeah, I think it. You know, you know, he comes in. They they think that they're supposed to be they're, they're supposed to be these big bad guys. Yeah, and they just the German comes in and, and so like they let them on. have free reign, and that's what they go with. And it's just this little ditty, and they're all dancing they're like, and singing, and it's and uh, then they like bring everybody in, and it's just classic. My little butter. Yeah, like Chevy Chase is like. He's like, we're just regular people like you all. You can all come down. And then, why don't you start playing the piano over there? Let's put on a show. Oh, I couldn't. And he's like already like walking over and like sitting down. Yep. Did the joke that uh, Anchorman does yeah. 20 years later. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Oh, just that whole scene. That my little buttercup. Yeah. Like, <laughs> dude. Yeah. They get everyone in. It's so funny. He's like, oh, there's no hotel here. I could kill somebody. And then they're like, oh. I recommend. I recommend all of you people out there to watch this with your father if you can. Ooh, good call. Um, I watched this with dad for the first time when I when I first watched it, and he was Great dying, choice. and I was dying. Yeah, if your dad's anything like our dad, who oh, this is like he will. This is a five star for dad. This oh, is a five star for dad. This is like yeah. You don't get better than it's no. this and and Chevy Chase in Christmas Vacation right. and the and this is his yeah. Movie. If your dad was born before nineteen seventy five. You should yeah. watch this film with him. Yep. Oh, he'll love it. He'll love it. Yep. My review on Letterboxd is my most boomer-like <laughs> quality is how much I belly laugh during this film. Yep. And just that. not even like, like it just gets me, dude. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing. Not all of them do. Like I'll go back and watch some of these older films and it's Correct. And not all of them do. It's not like yeah. this is like right down our lane either. It just does. The, it does it so well. It, it really does. Um, I thought that the, <laughs> the other like i don't know why i keep going to like them singing but they're singing around the fire and then they're, oh, and they say gosh. good night and then and then the turtle's like good night ned <laughs> that <laughs> horse starts singing yeah. with yeah. and the, bum, oh look bum, at the little bum, guy bum, he's all tuckered bum, out bum. <laughs> yeah no. it's like an actually great little ballad it's great and yeah. steve martin like he's incredible with music he like yeah. produced a broadway show he like created uh what is it jake would know something star uh, Shining Star or something. Yeah, I he's great on the you. banjo. The music is actually really funny. Yeah, and fun. that's, that's that's a great little part. The I Invisible like, Swordsman. I have that written down as well. And the Singing Bush. So Just funny. so absurd. It's like Monty Python level yeah. absurdity. Yeah, but in such a great a way. Big, that's like perfect thing. I, that's where I'm not a big fan of those of those really older, of the Monty Python pretty much anything. And my reviews of that is like. This feels like the wor- or like the best possible, but is it best or worst possible version of like a scout camp uh, skit? Skit, right? And I just and it doesn't. But this make one me laugh. does it well. But this one does what I wish those were. Yeah, is that you know what I'm I saying? Think, I think Monty Python's great. Yeah, I know that. I know that. But 
but this this is like does the thing and it does it well in my oh opinion. yeah yeah it's just oh it's so good and when they find out so that it's actually real wait i have one more thing yep no you're good the line that'll be the day i have that one <laughs> yeah so he's like going on he's like we need i don't even know like the the producer, the producer of the, yeah. the movies that they're starring in is saying how one of them flopped and how they're not going to get a single penny until they make another like <laughs> hit. And then Steve Martin's character, <laughs> with Lucky Day, audacity. just goes, that'll be the day. <laughs> and then he's like, the guy's like, what did he say? He said, that'll be the day, Mr. Flugerman. And, <laughs> and like Martin Short's like face during that whole scene. He's just like, what's going on? And like smiling, like with this big stupid smile. Well, and as the audience, you know they have no power prior to him saying that. You know they're on the out. Absolutely. If you haven't seen the movie before. And he just comes That'll be the day. It's a great line. Oh. And I want I want to use more in in my in my life. Yeah. The other line that I really liked that I wanted to mention was the they're they're, you know, they're they're wooing the women and the lady's like, (laughs) You could kiss me on the veranda. (laughs) <laughs> and he's like, no, the lips will be fine. <laughs> I know it's, you it's know, slightly inappropriate, but no, it's, but it's so great. Funny. Oh, the lips will be fine. Yeah, and it's just like they're so dumb that he oh. doesn't know what a veranda is, yeah. and it's just it's well, they just so don't like infamous, where they think yep. that infamous means like so famous that you're infamous. In- and yeah, he even infamous. like like mansplains it to and him, then, and then Chevy's like infamous. Yeah, so and he's funny. so excited. Well, and then they're, the one lady's like. Oh yeah, I really I'm attracted to the dumb one, and then the other lady's like, "Which one?" Oh, yeah, and that's the end of the scene. It's so <laughs> just like it's perfect. Yeah, it's just well. And then what do they do? They save the day. It's great. Yeah, it's very compelling how it all comes together. Yeah, yeah. like they actually like buck up. They go to El Guapo's stronghold. Yeah, with the plethora of pinatas. Yep, win the duel. And Ned, they, Ned what does he say? He says El Guapo. I'm going to fill you so full of lead that I'm going to use your dick for a pencil. A wild line. Pardon my French, but that's amazing. Yeah. He he goes from a star who's afraid of everything yeah. to telling an actual bad murderer that line. And I think that's just yep. such good and he writing does. and funny. Yeah. It's great. It's funny. It's awesome. Yep. And, well, and I just and I love that their their plan that came together of just like, okay, what, what are you guys good at? Yeah, <laughs> they're exactly. like sewing. It's like, oh, <laughs> great, great. And then they're, they're like, like, wait a second, and it all comes together. It's just so hundreds it's just great. of three amigos. Again, it's a tight. Gosh, what is it like ninety something, hundred hundred something minutes? One hundred and three minutes. There it is, one hundred three minutes. So perfect, perfect length for this movie. Don't want it anymore. Hour forty. Don't need it any less. And the opening scene, too, it's just them riding on their horses, yep, singing the Three Amigos yep. theme. And then there's establishing like the su- them as stars, yeah, the super long note, the three, and it's just drawn out yep. so long. Amigos, it's perfect, it's just such a good opener, yep. And I feel like it's just a joy of a film. I yep. don't know what else to say, it truly is, it's just funny, yeah. I agree. And like, yeah, sure, there's dated stuff. And, like, I don't know. I'm sure there'd be some way to, like, be offended by this film. And it's like, sure. I, I'm sure but there's I feel like brown it's pretty face. harmless. Is there, though? I'm sure. Probably. I mean, I bet, but like. 
I don't know. I just think this movie is very funny. It holds up in the humor for me even more. Like the once again, I feel like it's just that body language of all three throughout. Mm-hmm. Like the lines are iconic, but mm-hmm. but like doubling down with like how funny their body language is. Yeah, I agree. Is just so good. Yeah, when you have they, that combo of the writing and their physical acting. Yeah, it's it was it just takes it. to It's a whole just other great level. comedy. Yeah. it really is. And like, I agree. You could tell that they those three had so much fun. Yeah, and chemistry together. Yeah, they had a great time. Yeah. Like, and you can see it, and it paid off, and I love it. Yep. And it's just, it's a Western, and I feel like, yeah, it's a comedy, and it's, like, obviously not one of the greats when you're talking about Western, it's not. Right, yeah. But, like, at the same time, like, it's a great, fun Western. It somehow cool doesn't. scenery, and, like. It's spoofing it's the, the Western West. genre while somehow, like, being a good Western. Yeah. You know? I don't know how it does it. It yeah. rides that line great. It really does. Yeah, um, it doesn't feel disrespectful at all. So Westerns in general. Do you, so here's an interesting thought I have. Okay. We live in Utah in yep. the desert. We've yep. seen a lot of the southern Utah, yep. Red Rock. And We've been on a trek. Desert. So we're like, this is like a place where we live. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're, we're in out, the northern we're Utah. We're west. But like, to people who've lived their whole life, like, anywhere else. Yeah. Because there's nowhere like it in the world. Yep. I feel like it's not quite so cool for us, maybe. Maybe we take it for just granted. Western period. Westerns. And like the I feel like if I was true. like born and raised in in ooh, Massachusetts. Yeah. You're right. Right? You're like, ooh, the, the old Like West, that's dude. so cool and different. Yeah. And we never really had that. I never thought that because it's like I No, yeah. Like that's and like Saint all George. our dads would just like watch Bonanza or whatever. Yeah, like know? that's Saint George. Yeah. That's we have family that, you know, it's yeah, just like, it's, it's just, just like, that's normal. Yeah. No, I agree. So I think yeah, we don't have that. Like shout out to like Western United States and just especially, yeah. Like the old West time. Yeah. Establishing saloons and like cowboys. Yeah. It's outlaws, so cool. I agree. And I love a West. Obviously we don't live in the wild West because no. it's 2023. Right. But we do live in the West, like, and I think yeah, there's expansive like when you go out east, it's just like man, it's just town, 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 town. Like state, when state, when state, I was state. in Germany, like that's just yeah. something so Europe, far away yeah. and so foreign to them. Yeah, and so I just think that's kind of a cool thing that maybe people around here take for granted when they watch a western is like how cool that that scenery is, like yeah, the it, Red Rock. The buttes, the the desert, the, yeah, yeah, the cactus, you know, the, the the just the vibe, animals, the the horses of it all, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, westerns are sick. well. It's also just interesting, like how many other like genres are like specifically specific to a region. Yeah, I don't think there are any of you just like went on because it's like oh sure, foreign it's films, like, Korean films, yeah, that but that's just like a a country. Yeah, that's not like it's not like a place region specific. There's not like a just jungle genre. Exactly. You know? Yeah, I don't think there's a single other thing that just does that. And it, for years or like in, an in Hollywood, genre in Hollywood, that's what was huge. You know, like it was westerns were just gigantic. That's all there was being made. It's you know what I'm saying? The biggest stars, you know, John Wayne. You and, know, and none better than the good, bad, and the ugly. The I good, think. the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> I think insane. If we're gonna, t- yeah, if we're gonna start somewhere, I think you have to start with the score. I mean, like 
it's just iconic. It's everywhere. It's in commercials. It's in and it's, it's in other films. It's yeah. it's it's everyone knows what it ha- what what you're thinking of in those um, when those those songs and and uh, sounds come on. And so you have to mention that. I think, well, first. and it's one of those things where they perfectly caught the vibe of the movie and the setting of mm-hmm. that song. I agree. Like that song is so perfect for a Western. Yeah. Like there's some I don't even songs, know what they're using as far as instruments goes. But there's some like songs perfect. that just like takes you to a place. Mm-hmm. And this one is the top of the list. This yeah. is like, I don't know if there's a name for this specific song of like, is, it might just be the, the theme of the movie. I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah. But like, well, and there's even multiple parts, even like the end and the beginning. Like there's different, like, oh, there's very great, iconic ones. Yeah. Not even just that main. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's line, all mixed that main in. Melody. Yeah, there's all sorts of great music throughout. Yeah. Just so good. That's yeah. the main thing Jake would talk about if he were here. Yeah, I, he would respect that. For Undeniably sure. great. Yep. Yeah, um, I agree. It sets the tone so so well. Um, the good, the bad, and the ugly was directed by Sergio Leone. It's a spaghetti western. Um, What's a spaghetti western, Sean? Spaghetti Western is, uh, I think they were, I don't know the exact reason, but in my head, I feel like I learned that it's like um, things, Westerns weren't doing what they needed to be doing here. And so in Italy, they started to like do them in like, uh, yeah. And so like they, Italy loved them for whatever reason. And so they started making a bunch. And so like the Italians liking and making Western movies created the Spaghetti Western. How close am I? Very good. Pretty much that. Beautiful. Yeah, I think I didn't really know about Spaghetti Western until like last year that like I didn't know they even existed. I thought these were all filmed in right the West. Are they still filmed in the West? I would imagine so. I don't know. Like, how there's you do nowhere in Italy else. that looks like that. Maybe there is. I don't know. Uh, we'll have to. I don't know. We yeah, we, we should probably could have would have should have done a little bigger deep dive on the. Anyway, it's know. made by Italians and frankly yeah. for Italians. Yeah. But we get to enjoy it despite our yeah, non, we get non-Italian blood. Yeah. Il bono, il bruto, il cattivo. There Very you nice. go. Um, anyway, while the Civil War rages on between the Union and the Confederacy, three men, a quiet loner, a ruthless hitman, and a Mexican bandit, comb the American Southwest in search of a strong box containing 200 grand in stolen gold. It's so sick. Talking premises, it's simple. Right. It's, it's three Western three guys looking dudes for money. looking for money. Who knows who's you know on the run? Who knows who's good? Who's bad? Who's ugly? I mean, we do because it's delineated, but it's like they're all they're all kind of in the same line of work. Kind of all of them are good, you know, sharpshooters and and they live off the land and ride horses and everything. And for them to go after treasure, pretty simple. Yeah, but simple. I've, I think I said this on a recent podcast. Um, there's there's a couple movies that have just gone way up my list, like Pirates of the Caribbean. It's like, yeah, it's a pirate film, right? Or They're Alien. Pirates. It's an you show up and it's an alien on the ship. It's just like there's not a whole lot other than that. And some, and I think people would be like, oh, it's, it's just that. It's like, no, it, it does it so very very good. It's the best version of that. And it, this is that. Yeah, it's Westerns. like a foundation of like what movies are. Like yes, like this is like that building block. That you like make spinoff movies or like, oh, let's do good and bad, the ugly, but with this spin or whatever. Yeah. But like, this is a building block film of just like yeah. three ruthless guys going mm-hmm. after a prize. Yeah. And it's perfect. It's 
uh, I couldn't help but just as I watched this movie, I'm just like, okay, my favorite movie on the planet, Kill Bill. Uh, not only is the soundtrack similar, it's like going for those vibes, but also some of the shots and like how they like zoom in on the like faces and like see the you know the facial expressions and right. ruthless killers and uh, you know a long epic film of them of of a person you know seeking out something and and I was like, well, that's my favorite movie. So if I yeah. didn't, if I like that as my literal number one movie of fifteen sixteen hundred movies, it's very much a big fat thank you to the good, the bad, and the ugly. Right, and I, I love how none of the three characters are like like even Clint Eastwood's character Blondie, he's very much gray area as far as his Certainly. morals. Oh yeah, right. And so it's like yeah, it's not just like a clean cut good guy. Yeah, a clear bad guy. Nope. And an extremely honestly, they're all pretty gray. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's more like the levels of gray. Yeah, I agree. Like he, Blondie's clearly the the best of the three. Mm-hmm. The has the most highest moral compass, and like he's not an evil man, right? Um, but he definitely does. But evil he's things. gonna do what it takes, yeah. and he's selfish, and he wants the money. Yeah. But like that's what makes him good. Yeah. It it's not Captain America, right? Right. Which like Captain America's dope. No slander to him, but like. That is not the role that Blondie no, as needs the good. to be. Yeah. And I'm very glad he's not. Yeah, me too. Because it would be, be so much more bland and like, oh, there's a good guy, a bad guy. I feel like that gray area yeah. makes him a great character. I agree. And then, the, you know, the, the same can be said. I, I found myself really enjoying I mean, I think everyone does. The ugly is so funny. Tuco. He's Tuco's, great. Tuco's freaking golden he's dude. so funny yeah and and again it's like he's captivating he's he's yeah i don't think there's any questions he's not a good dude at all but like he's no. and he's just so much so in it to himself but almost so reliable yeah in that that you can almost like in a way blondie was trusting him right and and even trusting to not trust him to, to then still get what right. he wanted you know what i'm saying he's he's so true to who he is um that I like have to respect him. Even when like, I thought, especially a, a, a scene that I didn't think I would like as much as I did when he talked to his brother, who's like a priest or whatever. And like, and he's like, okay, like we were either like, we were so poor that we were going to do either one or the other. And you did that. And I did this and here we are. And it's like, you know, the morals of, of, of are you know, questionable, but it's just like, he is so true to who he is yeah. that I'm like, I respect this guy. No, <laughs> even though he's just too trash human being. Yeah, no, he's trash, but he's also great. <laughs> yeah. He's a great oh, the actor. Him. So let's say the actors real quick. We'll Smart. give them a shout out. So we got Clint Eastwood yeah. at the helm as Blondie. Eli Wallach. Yep. Was Tuco Ramirez and Lee Van Cleef as Angel Eyes. What a what a look from Lee Van Cleef. Holy cow. They found an actual evil dude. man and just cast him. Yeah, shout out to that. Because he seriously crushed it. Yeah, big fan of him. All three, uh, yeah, no, yeah, like seriously, stellar performances. Yeah. Which, which, another that was another thing that I thought of. I was like, yeah, not only did we pick, yeah, you, <laughs> not only did we pick two westerns, but we picked three like iconic, trios. iconic trio or two iconic trios, and it's just really fun that we did that. Three amigos, good, the bad, and the ugly, what fun trio pairing. westerns. Oh my gosh, what a pairing! Was podcasting, man. Well, just the cat and mouse game throughout this mm. movie. One of them always has the upper hand, and then they lose it. And yep. Just the back and forth. 
that's mostly between Tuco and Blondie, but mm-hmm. then you got Angel Eyes. Angel Eyes just kind of in the background. Yeah, he's a through line, but yeah, kind of you know he's going to show up right, right. When, right when you don't want him to if you're cheering for the other two. Right. Yeah. I feel like the Civil War isn't that. I wish it was actually in, a little less involved yeah. with it. Yeah. If like, I was cutting scenes, I like would Like when I you read the synopsis, I think it's even interesting that it mentions <laughs> yeah. that. Probably yeah. just to tell you what time frame it is, because yeah. frankly, it has little to do with yeah, it doesn't the actual drive the story, story like, barely at all. It, yeah, there's a couple times they like are captured because they're wearing right. the wrong coat, or you but know, that's they, not, they find themselves on a, in a battle right. that they're not actually a part of at all. They're that's like not really trying to get around all. the battle no. is all they're doing. No. I, yeah, if anything, if you know, as the guy who again I use editing incorrectly. As a guy, the the editing of cutting. this movie, the cutting is you know one thing, but like yeah, let's cut out, let's cut out. If we're gonna cut out scenes, um, it would be some of just like the Civil War stuff that I just don't really care about. But again, that would only cut off what fifteen minutes, so it's not even it's right. not like this like drags on at all. No, you know what I'm yeah, saying? it's just interesting. Just when you read that, I was like, hmm. I have a quick question for you. Yeah, what does your buffoon of a friend Casey think about this movie? Seeing as he gave it two and a half stars, what a freaking <sighs> I said showed. I- <laughs> two and a half wow sorry i know this is the jake roasting thing but yeah i saw yeah. that he rated it a two and a half i'm like get wrecked excuse me. you weren't expecting that <laughs> one of our loyal listeners well you should have a two and i don't half. know i frankly i tried to talk to him and he's like hey i'm glad you enjoy it and he took the you know higher ground or he's like oh I'm, well i'm glad you like it i'm like shut up i don't know that's worse yeah, it's worse. Have an opinion. Tell me why it's trash. <laughs> um, I was just curious. I, I bring that up in the like, like what are kind just, of maybe he your said no one's or... likable and that it's Whoa. too long. Oh. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. He said you're not rooting for anyone. I said, what are you talking about? Oh my anyway. gosh. Let's not get too into that though. No, I'm just curious. About, I'm, I was just curious about like a uh, you know a different take. Period, and I wanted to so, also slander Casey's name. So Clint Eastwood though. Mm, he's iconic. he sounds like he's got bronchitis yeah and he's like young and that's like actually what he sounds like like this isn't just the voice he puts on in the movies like if you've seen million dollar baby this guy's gargling nails the yeah, especially now film. that he's like 90 years old doing that yeah um now i haven't seen he did two other movies he was only 36 of, of, yeah. I'm 32. So he did A Fistful of Dollars, and yep. he did For a Few Dollars More yep. also with the same director. Yep. And I haven't seen them, but I guess They're they, good. like, kind of are, like, almost like sequels a, in a sort weird of a, way. Sort of a trilogy, but, but not, not actually. Really. Yeah. In a similar way of, I forget what they call it, the Edgar Wright trilogy with um, with Simon Pegg and his homie. I can't remember his Hot name. Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz and World's End. Yeah. You know, those ones that are the three. Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead that are not at all related, but they are, they do call them a trilogy. Interesting. So it's, like, it's I think it's a very, he wears the thing. same exact poncho in all three movies on purpose. Nice. Like, I think they call it the man with no name trilogy, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Even though they call him Blondie, that's not like his right. name in real life or like in, you know, his God given name, Christian name. Yeah. Um and but yeah, there's a three line there. I think this is the best one of the three, but all three are very good. Um, I did actually. This is you know just a thought in, about westerns in general. I think I can sometimes have a sh- I, I can struggle because I have a person with a bad memory. Um, to differentiate, I'll be like, oh wait, that scene didn't happen, 
oh, because that's in the other one and so on and so forth. And so I, I need to rewatch them for that purpose, but I remember liking them both for sure. Yeah. Um, one interesting thing about this movie is that the actors were in actual danger in a few parts of filming. Nice. Like Tuco hanging, like they like didn't give actually like, like the safety precautions were there, but very minimal. I guess just half-hearted and like so you could not like great. So really hurt doing it. So like, can you imagine the actor Futuko was like, yeah, that's that was bad. <laughs> oh my god, because he thought he was gonna die. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. Anyway, there's what a just... way to end a film too. Like not to yeah, like super spoil anything, but like no, yeah, but just like that that whole scene leading to the end is just and then just the freeze frames. Yeah. Of like the good, the bad, dude. the ugly. Yeah, at the beginning and the end, yeah, dude. I can't, great I, punctuation yeah. with the music behind not it. Not corny at all. Like that could be corny in some in some situations. But, not corny even a little bit. But it's, it's like cool. the OG for that. Exactly. Like, yeah. It's like, yeah. Like it just it's just cool how they did it. Yeah. Yeah. But even just when they all when it all comes together, of course, that's a great part of any movie. But when it all comes together, the three of them, how it ends. How he, how Blondie leaves it and has control yeah. of the situation and you know the kind of the walk off. It's just so cool. Yeah, I think if you're gonna watch an old western, I recommend this one at the top. I think so too. Um, I'm not very well versed in some of them. Like I've seen a decent amount of westerns. I did like a Western August yeah, last I did year. Too. Yeah. Um, that being said, there's a lot I haven't seen. Same. Um, the next one on my highest priority list is Once Upon a Time in the West, Bro, which I haven't seen. That's my seen. second favorite. It's and really, it's really same good. director. It's yep. It's uh, the one I intend to see next. Yeah. but anyway, you'll, you'll really like it. Westerns are great fun. I, I wish they did them a little more because you know uh, the Revenants of Western. Love that one. Django Unchained. Obviously, that's like a spin on it, but it's still a western. Freaking great. Yeah, they need to make some more westerns yeah. today. I like a Christopher Nolan western. Can you, yeah, well, even True Grit, great movie. Have you seen that one? Yeah, and that's the remake, that's, uh, the newer the, one. Yeah, the that's Cohen. Right? Am I am I tripping? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it um, is. That so one's ma- great. I think make more, more of those. Three Ten to Yuma. That's another fairly recent one. Right. Very very good. And I just feel like the harder they fall was dope. Harder they fall, so good. Yeah, it's like there's they're like when they do it these days, they're so good. Yeah, because it's just an awesome. Setting. It's, an, it's yeah. an awesome canvas to yeah. paint a story. Truly. Like, it is an incredible canvas yeah. to paint on, and that's why it's a genre. It's an entire genre. Yeah, I agree. And here's the thing. Here's what, what another thing I learned with kind of the research in this one is there are so few that actually, like, meet my weird criteria. But, like, you, you know, action, there's probably 600, quote-unquote, relevant films that meet my criteria. Yeah. There are a total of, like, 48 total westerns that meet my criteria which it gets pretty deep like if you're yeah. talking the last thousand of the three thousand movies that meet that criteria it's like you're digging pretty pretty deep that's true and there's and yeah again there's like 40 something yeah. total westerns that like meet that criteria and so it's just right. like man i, I wish I, I would love to kind of build up the genre a little more yeah cowboys are sweet yeah again they're uh, if we're talking just like morals or what it's like okay yeah of course they were all trash but it's no, like, but that's what makes but them that's interesting. What makes it compelling. Yeah, it's like we you don't hold this the movie is there to the a standard great, is of Is there a the great uh like Bonnie and Clyde movie cuz I feel like I think there's a Cuz yeah, that's one of the it. more compelling like legends that I've heard of like the West. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Because so that's awesome. Like it. that's probably the most like badass romantic thing ever is that there was like two epic in love bandits. 
Like that's such an interesting and cool plot. I don't know. Maybe is Holes a Western? Is Holes a Western? <laughs> Holes is like a Bunny and Clyde was 1930s. So, but that's still in the West. They were still bandits, probably. Like. So anyway, anyway, give me a Bonnie and Clyde Western. That yeah, would be awesome. I agree. That's like one of the main biggest like legends of the West that I feel like is missing. There has to be plenty to explain. Wait, we got freaking Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah, that's coming, coming out like very soon. I know that was a little later in the like. This yeah, like, I don't know how Western-y it is. It's got to be. I wonder Western. what qualifies as a Western. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Rango is incredible. Rango. I almost put I Rango. I almost put Rango with this instead of Three Migos, but Three Migos was the better choice. Um, great animated western. It's just this. I love I it so much. It Jake and Sean yeah, don't really love it, but for me, it's like so good. Like it was in my top twenty-five animated features. Like I love Rango. It's so cool. Yeah, I, yeah. Again, I need to watch that one. But yeah, we're we're big, especially me. I don't like. I said Jake's seen four total. Um, yeah, there's a lot so to see. Kinda, out so there. it's hard to know whether he likes it. But me and Trevor, big fans of the Western genre. Um, shout out to my buddy Kyle and his father Dennis. They big Western who, heads. They, they've. I bet Dennis has seen probably five hundred western films kyle probably 200 of those or you know what i'm saying like that's just awesome like insane every john wayne that's ever let's come go out. watch like, a western i would them. love to in fact that's a great thing i should we I should send a text and let's go, go like, see once upon a time dude, in the yeah, West. Let's go watch once time, oh on their big screen that'd yeah. be awesome yeah so shout out to them they're big western fans as well um but just yeah in general shout out westerns and ye, these two movies yeah freaking hot and of course jake doesn't show up on the day we talk about two trios so on <laughs> makes poo, sense who on you dog yeah we got our our third of the trio gone who on you anyway next, next week, week we're gonna have a a, a quartet because we got a we got a guest on that would be the boyfriend of jake maybe jake shows up for that one we'll see who knows yeah, who knows his boyfriend these days here. yeah Tyler. tyler's gonna be here he's the man we're gonna be doing 2001 yeah a space, space odyssey. odyssey and spirited away so two, two not super related, but they're two of his very favorite movies. Two of his favorite, two very very renowned films. Yeah, some of the very that highest. I rated. do not understand. Yeah, so I'm so excited. that's curious actually a really solid for, these for for all of us. Yeah, so that'll be next week, 2001: yeah, A Space Odyssey, and Spirited Away. Yeehaw! There you wow, have it. Wow, wow. And that's Haywood's take on the wild, wild west.